That was Jim Huddleston and I'll Be Gone. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes show in the company of your Cabacus Nova, Romy the Rodeo, and the Italian Dijanek. And my people, it's truly an honor and a pleasure to welcome to the show today the one and only Jim Huddleston. Hey, Jim, how are you today? I'm doing fabulous, Nick. How's things there? I can't complain, Jim. Can't complain. Uh, aside from you know a little bit of the cold, but that's to be expected when it comes to November, of course. But other than that, super happy to have you on the show today. And uh, we just heard this great song of yours, "I'll Be Gone." Now, when it comes to the origins of this song, how did it come about? Are there any stories behind this song? Yeah, you know, it's uh, it's just my profession of faith and my. In my Christianity, you know, there was a rededication to that. You know, if anyone knows me, I'm a country musician, but I always laugh about it. I say I'm the country guy that without the cheating, lying or losing my dog, you know, (laughs) so I'll be gone. just kind of about exactly what the end of the Bible says. You know, the day when the trumpet sounds, I'll be gone. (laughs) Well, it's definitely a great, great song indeed. And when it actually comes to an upcoming album or new EP, Jim, are we going to be seeing that from you at some point, or are you going to be going on a single by single basis? No, I've got a, I've got a new album coming out on December eighth. It's called Gospel Outlaw, and so it's just uh, the gospel music, but my style of my style of music. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. Well, definitely uh, so to look forward to indeed. And speaking actually of your faith and of, you know, even the, the, the name of the album, when it comes to, to you personally, which would you say is your favorite, favorite, favorite story, your favorite Bible story, your favorite gospel story? Well, uh, I enjoyed the resurrection of Lazarus. Mm-hmm. Um just about anything that had to do with Paul, it was always action packed with the uh, with the Apostle Paul. I mean, he had it going on crazy ship trips across the sea, and you know, people would if if it were a movie, I guess you'd be like hanging on every. He's not going to make it. He's not going to make it. But you know, he he knew he was going to make it, and so it was. Uh, I love anything that has to do with him. Well, it definitely, definitely some compelling, some compelling stories indeed. And speaking actually of traveling, when it comes to you, what has been the most interesting or unusual place you've ever traveled to and what made it so memorable? Oh, <laughs> I would make a joke about, I think the most uh, craziest place I've ever traveled was San Diego, California, but that was Marine Corps boot camp, And that's what made it pretty crazy. <laughs> I, I you know, I'm one of those guys. I, I I really haven't done a whole lot of crazy travel. You know, I went to Mogadishu once in 1991, but I didn't get to see a whole lot. And I saw Manila in the Philippines. And, you know, that was pretty interesting. You know, just a lot of the difference in architecture and things like that. But my biggest adventure has been my wife and I, we're from Texas, but we spent 25 years in the Northwest while I was in the car business. And then we retired here to Savannah, Georgia. So Savannah is kind of a crazy adventure for us. I mean, they have all this, all these haunted place stories, you know, all these old, old hotels and everything. And then they shoot a lot of movies here. So it's been kind of a, kind of a, 
uh, adventure, I would say. Mm. And have you had the chance to visit any of these uh, allegedly haunted places? Yeah, I went to and had dinner. We went to the, it supposedly is like the oldest hotel in, in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a pirate themed place. I guess it's where a lot of those, uh, the incorrigibles hung out and allegedly the upper deck is haunted and went up to, to see it. And it, they've kept it pretty much like it used to be. It's been well-preserved. Um, but it's probably 150 years old. Wow. Well, uh, folks, definitely mark that on your on your to, to see places. I'm definitely going to be marking that down because that sounds like it could be quite the place to, to stay at and to visit, I think. Yeah, head down to Forsyth Park. You won't find the bench, but that's where they filmed Forrest Gump. So they have a lot of benches like it, but there's a, 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 a plaque there that says this is where the Forrest Gump bench was. Because the movie people took it back. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, good to know. Thank you for, for that, that trivia there, Jim. Awesome. And uh, speaking actually of movies and such, what would you say is your, your all-time favorite movie? And is there a scene or a quote from it that you absolutely love? You know, it's, it, it's almost a sneaky giveaway on the album. But I have to. my favorite movie is Tombstone. Love it. Um, the old Western with uh, Val Kilmer and Kurt Russell and the Paxton and Elliot and my favorite, uh, favorite lot. Well, I'm your Huckleberry is a classic, but the, uh, if we're going to have a future in this town, we got to have some law and order. And that was a Sam Elliott part, but there's a, there are a lot of quotes in that movie that are awesome. Well, you definitely have excellent taste in movies. I will say that because that's probably my all-time favorite Western movie indeed. Definitely a, a classic for sure. And speaking actually of the Old West, if you could ever travel to any period in history for a day, where would you go and what would you want to experience or witness? Oh, wow. I guess it... I would love to, I would have loved to have been there somewhere in the 1860s when the big gold boom hit out mm. in the wild west. A lot simpler there and uh you know the bad guys went to jail or worse and <laughs> not not so these days but uh so I think I would have liked it there. Well that's that's lot- an excellent excellent choice. Go ahead. Oh no! I was just I was just sitting here thinking about it. Yeah, carrying the old the old guns and riding horses. I don't think that would have bothered me too much. Don't know if I could have handled the whiskey they had back then. I heard you could burn a hole in the table with that. <laughs> I think that makes two of us. But uh, quite must definitely be, have been quite the experience indeed. And uh, if if you could, in, you know, seeing it with this with these kind of I guess fictional things and stuff, if you could switch lives with any fictional character for a day, who would it be, and what would you do in their world? Oh, fictional character, man. It wouldn't be Western. I'd have to be like maybe Robin Hood, Robin Loxley, or something. Like you're robbing from the rich and giving to the poor and saving the damsels in distresses or what have you. <laughs> I, a blast. I love it. 
Well, I love that. See, I, I you know, I, it's, it's amazing that, uh, you know, you and I have so much in common when it comes to our, our kind of favorite heroes and what have you, because Robin Hood also, also a big favorite of mine as well. And here's an interesting one for you. If you could have any animal as a pet, regardless of practicality or even legality, what would you choose and why? You know, I guess if I had the room, I, I wouldn't mind having one of those elephants. Those are smart guys. They're they're crazy smart. I only just, and I'd have to take him around because I saw some video the other day. It was made me laugh like crazy as a reporter is trying to do this report on him. And the elephant kept sticking his trunk around and messing with his face while he was trying to do the report. I'd tell you, I'd have an elephant just to watch him do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, who wouldn't want an elephant run, running around their apartment? <laughs> and uh, going back to you and, and, the, and the stuff that you have going on, Jim, when it comes to now the, the rest of the year, what, what's kind of boiling in the cauldron for you? What, what are your plans from now to the end of 2023? Well, I want to get as much music out as I possibly can. I mean, I'm looking forward to the album releasing in December. I have a real passion right now to help the church and help with missions. You know, I think with what's going on in, on a serious note with what's going on in the world today, I think that they're just going to have a whole lot of need for missionaries to, to get out there and during the rebuilding process. And I don't know if you've read, I, I am a disabled veteran from the United States Marine Corps. And so I have a passion for tunnels to towers and uh, you know, donating, raising money for the gold star families. So once this album gets out and I'm able to kind of get out and travel around some, I think I'd like to focus in on that and see what I can at least get rolling by the end of the year. Well, uh, more power to you. And we definitely are thank thankful to you for your service, Jim. I uh, you know, well, really appreciate that. That's very kind. It's always good to hear that. Oh, you're very welcome. It's definitely deserved indeed. And uh, for those who want to find out more about you and your music or gigs or what have you, where can we send these folks to, Jim? Um, I have a Facebook page. It's Jim Huddleston. If you see the black cowboy hat and the sunglasses, that's me. Uh, MTSmanagementgroup.com is my uh, manager and my, uh, and my uh, producer. And uh, he keeps all of my stuff is always flowing on his website. And can you find me on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube? Uh, so I'm always, and I've got a website that's going to be up and running here very soon. Um, probably sometime next month, right about the time the album releases. And that'll be jimhuddlestonmusic.com. Fantastic. Well, folks, you definitely know where to go for more Jim Huddleston goodness, both now and in the future. And uh, speaking of uh, Jim Huddleston goodness, Jim, we're going to be seeing you out here with another awesome song of yours, which will be Go Away Joe. Now, when it comes to this song, any stories behind this one? Yeah, this is great because this was my I had taken about a 25 year hiatus from music. And, you know, after COVID, I spent most of my days, you know, because that led up to my retirement, you know. So all that time I was trapped at home. I spent all day yelling at Fox News, right? So <laughs> instead, and my wife finally got tired of it. And she, she goes, you know, some of the stuff you say is funny. You ought to write a song about this stuff. And I said, 
well, what would I do that for? And she goes, I don't know. Just write one and let's see what it sounds like. And so I wrote Go Away Joe and I meant it. <laughs> and <laughs> just just what I saw with my eyes and ears, I found the humor in it and tried to take a lighthearted approach to a pretty um, tight ropey kind of topic you know you never know how that's going to go over with people i tried to make it funny enough to where the the left wouldn't get too mad at me and and serious enough that the right would love it i didn't i didn't know how it would turn out but it ended up being a pretty funny song and it seems to be doing fairly well well and definitely a great song indeed well we're going to be going into this great one this will be jim huddleston and go away joe Jim, I want to once again thank you so, so much for your time. I truly appreciated it. And of course, I want to wish you continued success with your career and all the very best for the rest of 2023. Thank you so much, Nick. Have a blessed evening. Same to you. All my people, you heard it from Jim Huddleston. Be sure to check him out if you have to do so. He is definitely worth your time. Here's the great song of his. This will be Go Away Joe. You are tuned into the Whiskey and Cigarettes Show with your Italian Dijanek. We'll be right back after this. So hot for turning gay. You can do it, buddy, that's okay. Just don't push it on the USA. And we'll stop pushing the being straight and moral on you. Yeah, it's really pretty sad, Joe. You're looking pretty bad, Joe. Don't go away, mad Joe. Present for the enemy. It doesn't have to be an MC. I'm sure old Vladimir would be okay with a fresh bouquet and a bottle of something white. Joe, I really think you're slipping away. My granddaddy acts the same damn way, but they tell me that he'll be okay. Plus, he on Friday night Yeah, it's really pretty sad too Looking pretty bad too Don't go away Yeah, it's 
really pretty sad too You're looking pretty bad too But don't go away mad Joe Just go the hell away Yeah, it's really pretty, pretty sad, sad too You're looking pretty bad